Hey everyone, it's uh, Jeff with SDGC. You might think this is a weird start to a podcast, and you'd be right. Um, uh, unfortunately, due to technical issues, uh, we lost John's mic audio from about the first 15 minutes of our last live show, uh, and that makes the conversation pretty hard to follow. Uh, so as a result, um, this audio version of the podcast will be picking up, uh, again, about 15-16 minutes into the show uh, once his microphone was fixed. We hope you enjoy what's left, and we'll see you next week. Take care. One of my uh, one of my favorite memories of Horizon Zero Dawn, and hopefully for everybody in chat, hopefully I'm, I'm I sound better now. Um, for whatever reason, it was picking up a mic that is doesn't exist anymore. I hadn't changed any of my settings, so I I don't understand that. But uh, <laughs> one of my favorite memories from Horizon Zero Dawn, and is you're looking at one of those holographic video recordings of of what of you know kind of what happened. Uh, leading up to, I guess the the apocalypse. Uh, you know, you know the state of the world as it exists, and um, and it was that guy Pharaoh, um, uh, shooting all of his uh, all of his like, I can't remember exactly who they were to him, but they were they were you know colleagues of his. They were like the people that were in. Yeah, yeah. They were like people that were in charge of like various aspects right. of the projects. Like they were the heads of the project. Right. Like and each he, little division. And he yeah. shot them all. Yeah. Uh and and uh and and that was just that was so incredibly fucking chilling to me. I um, thought they got locked in a room and got like Yeah, they got locked in a room and gassed. Yeah. yeah, they didn't get shot. The guy gassed. Oh, no, gassed them. He, that's right. He gassed them. That's right. Um, well, like, he yeah. opened it up and, like, the plague came. Right. That's what it was. Oh, all, that's what all, it was. All that stuff. Yeah. He, didn't, he didn't shoot them. I, thought, I don't know why I thought he shot them. Ted, but... Ted Farrow's a piece of shit. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck him. And, and also, and even he worse, seems and even extremely worse, plausible for. Yeah, he seems, like, extremely plausible for the world that we're in right now, too, which is even more upsetting. He's a, you know, he's a, he's a, worse, a slightly worse version of Elon Musk. Yeah, <laughs> and like that's the that, that's that's sad about video games. Like, like you go back and you play these video games, and it's sad that they relate to our current day. Like, it's crazy to think that when these games released, or uh, you know, even a few years ago, like we would we we would have never considered that something like this was plausible. Which is why you enjoy things like that because you know it's a fantasy setting. And now it's like you're taking all of these scenarios and situations and you can actually apply it to your real life situation. Fucking depressing. I mean, there is one lore thing I found that was just about like deal like how uh, different places were dealing with climate refugees Mm -hmm. Um, and and stuff like that. And there's another one who gets to die. Yeah. And like and also like, you know like counselors dealing with it's like like there's like instructions for with for counselors for like how they're going to proceed because some people might not want to live after getting some of the information and stuff and it's like that stuff hits really hard and i don't think i like and as much as i loved that game when i first played it i don't think i fully appreciated that stuff till now so no i i, I love that game i'm really really excited for the next one the what what got to me was the entire basis of zero dawn the project was meant to be one that covers up the reality of the inevitable death of the inevitable extinction of the species and that performance that was put on that oh we can fight back and 
but all of it was a farce. All of it was recognition that that's the end of humanity. Um, but they're going to put up a sort of weird front and that Zero Door is actually about restarting everything from scratch because there was no hope. There was no way. There was no way that the inevitable annihilation of the species was going to occur by virtue of those, the, the sort of uh, self-reproducing, you know, robots. The thing that's so cool about that story is, like, it simultaneously manages to be really bleak and really realistic in the background, but it still has a sense of optimism to it. It still has a sense of hope to it. Mm. And I think it's really just... It, it, it's it's pretty amazing how they were able to balance that. And I, I, I just... I really, really love the world. Plus, dude, plus it's it. got robot dinosaurs. Like, let's not forget. Like, the, the, and the reason... explanation for why they have... The explanation J- for Justin, why they have robot dinosaurs matter. actually made me emotional. I mean, no, I, yeah, like, but, but it doesn't matter, Justin. They're robot dinosaurs. That's all I need I to know. I want to hear what Justin like, has to say about robot dinosaurs. Fine. <laughs> no, like, the explanation is, like, the AI that was being trained, you know, to do all the designs and stuff was learning about extinction events. And it got sad when it found out about, like, the loss of megafauna um, in these major extinctions. And it's like, I know it's not logical, but... I really like these things and why are they gone? <laughs> and so it's like, that's why they, like it's bringing them back because it's bringing back something that it thought earth lost mm. that it really loved. And like, Oh, like, and the while, fact that the, while they they're also, trying to kill like the people yeah. on earth, they're like, Oh, this is sad. Crunch, crunch, crunch. <laughs> I don't know. All well, I know is, is that problem. if I was cryogenically frozen and I woke up and like everything was grown over and there were huge robot dinosaurs everywhere, I'd be like, fucking sweet like this is awesome yeah until you but, get like squat like you know eaten by one or something yeah but you know what dude fucking... yeah but you know what, dude that's the kind of like a, a huge robot robotic <laughs> t-rex like that's the kind of thing that could kill you and your dying words would be so okay awesome. i i appreciate the humility there because I, I was i was expecting you to say yeah i could fucking take that thing oh no absolutely not dude no it's a fucking robo okay, t- you know dude, dude a fucking robo rex no, like there's no you fucking... say absolutely not on this podcast you said yeah i could take a gorilla like a gorilla for sure <laughs> a gorilla for sure i could absolutely take a gorilla oh my God. a robotic a robotic t-rex though or even a robotic gorilla like i, I like like I could take a real gorilla, like a flesh and blood gorilla, but a, like a robot gorilla, I can't do that because. I- oh can God. I can I talk about one thing that I really appreciate about Horizon and Aloy mm. specifically is that she has a very good logical reason for being a lot more powerful than the military and literally anybody else in the universe because she's essentially a clone of somebody who knew all like the ins and outs of all the the dinosaurs and shit so it's really i think almost brilliant that they combine that and like they were able to add that into a character and it's slowly doing yeah they found a way of doing like a chosen one kind Mm -hmm. of story that actually made like logical sense yeah it made it wasn't just a yeah hero comes in and saves the day it was like you know Mm. you you find out you're this person who was really smart and essentially saved everybody almost well it's it's literally just so that someone would exist Mm. to be able to gain access to stuff and you know fix the problems that had had arisen like that that's that's what it is like and that's why that's why that's why i mean that's why pharaoh called it sobek right that was the 
I uh, sort of original. Yeah, something like that. Elizabeth yeah. Sobek, yeah. I mean, that was her whole thing. Yes. Yeah. She was the smartest and best placed. And her conclusion was, yeah, there's no saviors. That's the end. That's the end of the story. Like, we, we, we can, like all we can do fair. is just try to preserve the future. Yeah, exactly. She tried and a man stopped her. All right. Oh, she cool. tried and a man fucking shot her down. And a it man, all came man, on her to. Yes, a, a, man, a man tried to get a woman to clean up his mess. Right. Mm hmm. <laughs> well, I don't listen. Wanna... In his defense, he dropped like the twenty lawsuits he had against her when he invited her to come help. <laughs> I don't want to. He, he's he's really kind at heart. All right. Well, I, I don't want to spend too long on Horizon Zero Dawn, but um, but I, I do want to uh, real quick. What I've been playing, uh, I've been playing Tales of Arise. Uh, excellent game, gorgeous fucking game. Um, I'm generally not a Tales guy at all um i have never that that particular jrpg franchise has never meshed with me um i've never liked the character designs i've never liked the combat until now like i there's nothing i i don't the only thing i don't like about tales of arise tales of arise is that money is extremely hard to come by so i never feel like i've got enough shit um so but Classic RPG, just fucking stockpiling Bro, everything. Yeah, pretty. Yeah, shit games. I I never have I enough shit in this fucking game. But but I'll tell you what, it, it's a it's a great fucking game. I'm really loving it. it. Is uh, it is and it is beautiful. It's like a I you know I I had um I had actually compared this game to Final the original Final Fantasy VII in the sense that I I feel like this is tales uh, this is the tales of series like final fantasy 7 moment that moment where you have a game that is incredibly really well reviewed it's the best reviewed game in the series um and it is uh opening up uh that particular franchise to an entire new audience um so so yeah i think tales of arise is this is is Let their, their final this. fantasy 7 moment go ahead is the characterization very anime, like uwu? Like, do you have the Not stereotypical characters? Like, I mean, you've got like a, you've got like, um, so you know, your main character. I mean, your main character is like you know a JRPG anime protagonist, you know. But um, the game, you know, like there's a, there's like a teenage boy and a teenage girl, and she's not cringy at all. Um, you know, she she's not. She, there's no uwu like and anywhere to be. In fact, the story is actually like pretty dark it it deals with like themes of like you know a lot of themes of slavery in the game and you know fighting back against your oppressors and like like the whole game is uh you're 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 a member of a race that's been enslaved for 300 years um you are basically fomenting rebellion across the world um and uh it's 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 pretty heavy stuff for for a tales game um and as far like and in older Tales games, you had like, you know, like one of your characters, I think it was in uh, Tales of Vesperia. One of your characters was like a fucking little girl. She was dressed as a pirate, like like just super over the top, like anime shit. Like, yeah, I tried to get into Tales of Vesperia and I, I couldn't do for it. The life of me could. Not. I just could not do it either. Um, it just. Uh, yeah. But but I mean, for for being like a a a very like you know anime design JRPG, like there's not a lot like there's none of these character designs are over the top like there's a guy wearing armor there's a there's a girl wearing armor there's there's no like huge sexualization of these characters at all like i mean it's it's really cool it's a really good fucking game um i'm having a blast with it uh good. having a really good time um cj what are you playing what am i playing um what's talking about <laughs> last week 
Bro, I'm, I'm, I, I, I had one of these after a month, and it's fucking me up. Anyway, I've been playing. Uh, I'm still, I'm, I'm still wrapping up Life is Strange two for review. Ooh. Sorry, Life is Strange two, True Colors. Um, still the greatest game I played all year, hands down. I, I don't think anything will come close. I think the, like I said last week, same thing. It, writing is great. The, the characters are some of the most complex and like real I've ever played, I've ever seen in a game since like Red Dead two. Like there's, there's this level of complexity Ooh. and this. This attachment, like I go to sleep thinking about choices I made and the things I said, and playing them back in my head, thinking, "Did I do this right?" Um, the the sort of like the way it, it you you can visualize, or the way it sort of physically like shows. I'm so sorry. The way you can like really see like. <laughs> the, the things they do in trying to show you like what empathy is, and 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 the levels they they go to, and the depths they go to, it it's unlike anything I've played in such a long time. Um, you know, and I just got, you know, past like the, this, this really wonderful midpoint that, that made me happy. And it's just this whole thing. And then now I'm back to like this really dark and just depressing bit in the game that just, it, it, it's something else. Um, I, 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 I genuinely really want to play it. Oh, it's, it's, it's great. It really, really is. Um, CJ, that's, um, that, that funeral scene where they let off the lantern and then <sighs> all those colors burst yeah. out. So gorgeous! Oh, absolutely God, like, gorgeous! I finished but, it last night. Oh my God, I, I'm almost done with it. But it's just, I, I, it, it's very rare for me to play a game and just like kind of like just. It, it, it's this, this kind of game works for you. You don't have to like hold the controller all the time. You just kind of watch. So I have a question for <laughs> both of you. Do does it tie into any of the previous games, or is it a standalone? Completely standalone. Completely. Okay, good. Because I played the, the first only- Life is Strange. I didn't play the second one. The only one it ties into is actually before the storm because that's what Deck Nine made, mm-hmm. um, and the only tie-in is is with Stiff, the character. But it's just that she was there. It's, yeah. it's, it's okay. mainly the tie-in is just to solidify that it's in the same universe. How it, how yeah. overt are the supernatural themes in these games? Because I've never actually played them. Like, yeah. John, you need to. John, I've never played. Okay, John, you got to play. You skip to two, and I haven't finished okay. two, but you got to play two if you truly want to understand what it's like to be young me <laughs> growing up with oh my god that game fucked me up so badly nothing bad happened yeah like nothing bad oh my god the first 20 yeah. minutes i was like bawling i'm like oh my god this is wonderful yeah. just wonderful i saw my dad in the game i saw my brothers <laughs> in the game oh my god you yeah two and i've written about that game to and i still haven't finished it mm. but it's one of those things that that that's gonna stay with me for such a long time so it's true colors um and as far mm. as the supernatural stuff i don't i don't, I don't know how to say this without spoiling it in this game because the supernatural stuff it, it, it's it's like a weird like well, they they talked about it in the trailers. It's like she reacts to anger, right? Like she, emotions. She she's an empath, emotions, basically. Yeah. yeah so okay. she 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 essentially feels what other people are feeling. Yeah. They 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 talked about they okay, like so, showed that in the trailer. But I wouldn't say it's supernatural. More like this is the way they're gonna like have you visualize it. This is the way they're gonna represent it in in a way that you can see that's tangible that you can feel. Um, it, it's it's great. It it really is. And I I'm 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 almost done. I, I've never been excited to write a review like at, at this much just because like i have so much to talk about i have so much to to, to say it, it's a very special game i've also Did been playing a review for uh game critics okay game critics I'll, I'll i'll send you a link to like my profiles and you could you could you could read everything you can read i i wrote something about life is strange too in a bigger piece i, I can okay, i can send that to you I'll, I'll put in the chat later but um and then also I, i'm still replaying god of war 
Um, still on New Game Plus. Um, it, this is the kind of game now where I'm like, you know, now that I'm, I'm kind of like phasing out reviewing, phasing out freelancing, you know, for this new job. This is the kind of game that I'm playing, looking, you know, playing this on a big 4K TV or realizing, oh yeah, like this, this medium can be fun. It doesn't have to be the source of like this, of this of pain and conflict and just this like, <laughs> you know, I, I can just play a very nice looking game. You know, is it shallow? A bit. Yes, but I'm enjoying it. I love you know, that's I love the most important thing out of anything. What are you talking about? Like, that's the thing. It's it's it, it's it's hard for me to. My brain is broken. If I I play something, and I'm like, all right, how am I going to monetize this? God of War is just Welcome like to the look club at, boo. Like look, look at the like look at like God of War. I'm like, look at this like beautiful like cutscene. Look at this like wonderful like these, this wonderful the cinematography. Um, man, Chris judges well, you performance. Can, you can enjoy it. Like that's that's I, the thing. That's why I never want to be a game journalist. Is because you can enjoy it without feeling the need to spot every single little detail and theme yeah. and you know well if, yeah I, I wouldn't want to write about this game i think it's such a weird thing because i love it but i also have my my biases against like sony stuff but again overall just wonderful, but that, wonderful. that's just me with anxiety like <laughs> yeah, i would i would 100 percent not like that's why i don't do it is because i would i would never feel like what i do is enough and and the last thing, just so I can go really quickly or or very uh, fast, as I should say, um, I talk a lot a lot about platformers here. Um, talk about Donkey Kong, talk about Mario, talk about Kirby. The one mascot I haven't brought up, and I don't think ever, Bubsy. Um, no, Bubsy. I no no no. Both of you know, <laughs> no one that's incredibly incredibly important to me. That um, was in perfect. my development and my development as a young game fan. No, not Spyro. Banjo Kazooie. Uh, Wild no. Woody. Yeah, bug for, bug for the second Saturn. No, um, uh, <laughs> Sonic. Uh, it's there we go. Sonic. Yeah. I got, got a review code for Sonic Colors Ultimate. This game rules. I never played it, even though I only owned a Wii for like that era. I only had a Wii during the 360 era. What what, what platform, CJ? What, what platform? Uh, PS4. PS4. Okay. Because I know um, that the Switch the Switch version apparently has some problems. The thing is, I even without the problems, I w- I would have wanted this on PS4 anyway because I'm playing on PS5 on a 4K TV. I'm like, I want to I want to play like a new big Sonic game. Yeah. Um, doesn't make a difference because those cutscenes are horrible because they're all they're pre-rendered and the the resolution is terrible. Oh But the man. game is the game is solid. I haven't I've never played it, but I played Generations and and Forces, so I'm familiar with the boost era of sonic um i'm enjoying it i love the environment i love the you know just the, the, still that that gameplay where it says all right just run the straight line have fun with it you know find all the see if you can find all these secrets in a few seconds uh go back to it and, and try to get a better score i don't know if i like it as much as generations because i think generations really hit in a different way um but this is fun so far i'm i'm, I'm i i i like it. it it feels good to play a sonic game you know what I'm saying? We we I, I, everyone complains about Sega's output, but it's like yeah, we really get like these big budget, you know, Sonic well, big budget for a Sonic game. But like we really get these big 3D Sonic games anymore. Um, and I'm I'm just I'm just enjoying it. This is very much like a young CJ is happy that he can do this. Um, and the cycle will continue in October when Monkey Ball comes out. <laughs> um, <laughs> oh, we gotta play that together. I can't wait for you to talk like, about Monkey Ball. I'm gonna oh fucking Dreamcast. Oh, when I when I get, when, I'm a play as a Sega Saturn. No, when I get that review code, when I get that review code, you guys are all know. You guys are gonna know. Like, all right, guys, I'm out for like the next month. <laughs> <I'm out. laughs> all right, yeah, that's it for me. And uh, Britt, what are you playing? Uh, just Final Fantasy 14. Um, yes. I, and a little bit of Witcher. A little bit. I'm That's finding it hard to dedicate time to 
big open world games. Uh, just I'm just not in the right headspace. So 14's been a good just kind of thing to relax on. And I don't do much. I'm all caught up on the story. I just do my dailies and I do my Beast Tribe dailies. I'm trying to catch up on all my beast tribes before and walker that way when the new beast tribes release like i've had this goal ever since fucking heaven's word to have all the beast tribes complete in time for the expansion and i'm i've never done it and i'm gonna fucking do it this time so that's what i've been doing that's that's what i've been playing i'm leveling dragoon it's not fun i like playing i like i'm i'm a machinist main but what's wrong with dragoon dragoon is a fun class so I think the problem with <clears throat> 14 and the original starting job, so there's pal- Paladin, Thaumaturge, Monk, um, so Black Mage, Monk, Archer, White Mage. Am I forgetting one? Oh, Warrior. Warrior, right. Arcanist. <laughs> I had a huge brain fart for a minute. I think those are the original seven. So yes. any like Arcanist Summoner, whatever, all that stuff. So I what's the problem with those jobs is is they are not the same to play as they were when they first released. So the jobs are a lot more condensed. So you're not doing a whole lot. Like in the first at least one to sixty. You got like a one, two, three combo and that's about it. Like you you add some stuff in every now and then, but for the most part, it's just it's very boring. Like Paladin was that way, Dragoon was that way, Warriors that way. They're just they're a fucking slog. Um, but I'm almost sixty, so I'm I'm hoping it opens up a little more. Um, but yeah, that's what I've been doing. I'm that's trying to. I have an eighty of each, and I except for a melee job, I have two ranged um 80s so i'm trying to get a melee job that's why i main machinist because it's like i don't there's literally like all my job is simply to output damage there's no i don't have to worry about trying to buff the party or um you know i've got tactician and that's it and it's just a small i don't even bother with it because you know it's it doesn't do much so my job is just a machinist has a very simple rotation i can move and and do my rotation at the same time uh, uh, that's why i loved range classes yeah. man they are the bees like i started out on archer or bard and then i switched to dancer because i love dancer and um yeah they're just so mobile like i it's it's weird like going from that to dragoon and i'm like fucking getting hit by everything like, you've been playing john oh wait no you talked. i already me. talked about tales of arise Brittany. My Jeez. brain sucks. What do you What do you want from me? I want to know what Tariq. Well, actually, I I already know what Tarek's going to talk about because he's been playing Deathloop and he actually reviewed it for Polygon. But Tarek, I know that you we have spoken about your love for Arcane. Uh, I love Arcane as well. Um, and I haven't been able to to pick up Deathloop just yet. Um, but you fucking loved it. You actually called it one of the best games you've ever played. Why is that? Great review. Um, Want to throw oh, that thank out there. you. Phenomenal. It so, was a great review. Yeah. Um, thank you. That's probably mainly due to my editor, Mike Mahardy, rather than my writing. But yes, thank you. Um, uh, so it's one of the greatest games because, well, one would need to articulate why arcane games are so excellent uh, as, as the foundation before specifying Deathloop itself. And the joy of arcane is that it feels like you're playing with a very beautiful and precisely made piece of clockwork. And it's multi-leveled, it's detailed, it's beautiful, and it's it's inherently working with and 
doing a very intricate puzzle, but also creating one yourself. <clears throat> and that's what their levels are always designed like. And they are multi-layered, they are deep, they are interesting, they are weird. Um, and it's, they set you up in these beautiful, consistently deep levels and let you just play and give you powers to play with and give you multiple ways to interact with various things and so on and to set up traps and to set up scenarios that play out in your favor or maybe they don't and it, that's what's always fun about them uh death loop in particular the reason why this one works so well is that they added the time loop mechanic which is fascinating and the reason why this is so fascinating is that it allows you to do all of that play it out over those four time periods so something that you start in the morning that you set up in the morning will then uh come to fruition in the evening and if you mess it up you know you can start again you could but then you figure out all this information and you can play around with the time of days because everybody is going to be at the same spot at the same time doing the same thing every single time so you and then you can just throw your little uh, spanner in the work and that's where things then take off and the whole point of course is then to eventually create the perfect uh, murder simulation this, this perfect clockwork assassination machine that you set up in the morning and then completes by the end of the day being in the right place at the right time sorting up setting up the right traps that then culminates in this perfect uh, execution uh, that eliminates at the time eight people completely from morning until evening so it's, it's it encourages you to create this sort of conceptual machine of murder and <laughs> fuck yeah, <laughs> sweet fucking sweet. Now I I've actually heard that a perfect run of this game can be done in less than an hour, but it's extremely yes. difficult. Yes, um, yeah, you could potentially figure it out really early. Like the so I want to talk a little bit. So before I get to the bad news about my experience with Deathloop, I I also do want to share in how how much i love that game because like the the way everything's set up is like you have like your th your your wall with all the pictures of people connected by string and stuff literal. and like the knowledge that you the knowledge that you gain um you've got a literal about, like, like conspiracy theory board yeah like yeah you got the uh, conspiracy theory board charlie kelly you're trying to like fantastic. Yeah, just, yeah. Charlie. <laughs> <laughs> um and it and it's it's really cool so like all like it's very different from how a lot of games approach like the time loop setup like this is a it's it, it almost like usually these games that have like time loop mechanics it's stressful because it's like oh no i gotta get all this done in one time like death loop it actually feels kind of laid back because sometimes you can just be getting information mm -hmm. And getting that information is really important. It's added to your board. It's contextualized. It, like, you constantly feel like you're making progress no matter what you do. Um, and I think that's a key problem with, like, time loop-based stories, yeah. especially in games that Deathloop, I think, has entirely solved. And also, like, with this whole... With, like, immersive sims can be really daunting to people that aren't familiar with them. Um, I have played them since, you know, I, I was a kid because, like, they really took off when I was pretty young, but like Arcane's basically the only studio that's still making oh. these. Um, and they don't release all that many games. Uh, and I think this game you know you, like does do a really good job of, you know, you get a trophy for entering zero four five one in the first door. I got it immediately. <laughs> <laughs> I got it immediately. Of course I got that one. <laughs> um, so, uh, 
And I, I think it's a really good introduction to the genre. Plus, also, the tone is hilarious. Like, the tone and art design, like, it's consistently funny. Like, the the banter between Colt and Juliana is so fucking funny, and it feels effortless. Juliana is the, um, is, she's the antagonist, right? Yes, so she's the other playable character. You can play as either of them. Uh, if you're playing as Colt, you're trying to break the loop. You're trying to kill everybody in one day, that breaks the loop. Juliana's trying to protect the loop. Um, and if you play as Juliana, you're invading other players. Uh, right, that's what it that is. That are playing okay. as Colt. So I'm um, curious, just how and, does it work? You you pick your character like as as soon as the game starts, or is it one of those things? Well, it, it's basically it's basically just a selection between single so, player. So and what you player. so what you're saying but, like, is that this it, is... it's just the the title screen is just like escape the loop, protect the loop. Those so are the two options. This gotcha. is the Dark Souls of first person games. No. Oh, um, John. I mean, that's what it sounds no. like. That's what it sounds like. I'm not even going to, I'm not even going to dignify that with any, look, any, you're, look, you're the one who said time. you invade, you invade other players games to try to kill them. That's dark souls. So, so it actually kind of reminds me more of dark the souls. watchdogs yes. invasion mechanic. Yeah. Um, cause watchdogs is like the only game I've actually before death loop. I think it's awesome in death loop. Um, because the only game where it felt like it was really in character to do these invasions. Um, and also with Deathloop, I, the way they have it balanced, um, it's, re- it's really cool because I have been invaded a couple times and I've taken out Juliana and she has had weapon, like really good weapons that I, don't, I didn't have access to before. You can get those. She had powers I didn't have. I can get those. I could infuse them and now they're mine. I didn't have to do the difficult, like, in-game task of getting it. Like, you're very much rewarded as Colt for having, like, Juliana invade you. Mm-hmm. Um, which, like, usually invasions feel like purely a punishment. In like Deathloop, if you can survive them... Yeah. If you can survive them... Because mm-hmm. um, Colt also gets three lives. So, um, and Juliana doesn't. So, like, if you're playing as Colt, like, and you damage Juliana in one fight, if she does, if she isn't able to get to a place to heal, she still has the damage on her, so you can easily take her out. Like, it feels very fair, um, e- even when you're playing against a good player, um, uh, and it allows you to kind of bypass some stuff. And I and it, like the rewards for for it are really good. Tarek, how many times have you played through Deathloop now? How uh, many loops have you completed? Loops. I've done about. So the, to figure out what's, what's called the final loop, to, the, to figure out the end and the perfect sequence, took me uh, about 11, took me 13 hours. That's okay. Um, that, yeah, that sounds good. It's a roguelike in that way where it's, it, it's defined by how many like, like runs you're, is, is that how it is? No, 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 no. Not really. Oh, no. It's, it's I, I, I would not call this a roguelike at all. I would not call it a roguelike at all. Um, it's so to figure out because what I said I think I said this either in the, my review or the or the earlier review, the key aspect of Deathloop isn't actually assassination; it's it's intelligence gathering. Mm-hmm. Um, that's okay. why I loved it because you 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 are finding out at in the morning where can I find this target? Is are they going to be available now? Will that fit into my schedule of murder? So you're getting you're getting <laughs> like yeah. where can I find two of them? You find out like two of them are having an affair, so that brings two of them together in one spot. So you you don't you you get two of them done in one in one foul swoop. So most of the game is figuring that out and then couple pieces it all together. 
one of the criticisms I had um, in, I think I mentioned this, was I was taking, I was making my own murder board and figuring out like where they were and so on. Because I thought the, that's what is going to be expected of me. I was ex- going to be expected to remember and do it myself. But once you gather all the necessary information, uh, the game puts it together for you with this beautiful, beautiful animation, by the way. They, they don't do really cut scenes. They've got these beautiful hand-drawn animations, which are just that's so cool. stunning. And anyway, so it sets it all up for you. It's actually my favorite animation is when Cole pieces it all together and he tells you how he's going to do it. Um, so once once you've gathered, so the information gathering takes 11, 12 hours and it's not just information gathering, it's also getting a proper arsenal, getting your weapons upgraded, getting skills and powers. So the usual sort of arcane magic powers, particularly like the, the famous one from Dishonored called Blink, where you leap across distances, uh, yeah, yeah. blinking, all that, that's all there. So that's it's cool. Yeah, I that. didn't know... By the way, I didn't know that was in the game. Yeah. And I when I beat Juliana the first time, I got it and I was so so excited. I'm like, "Oh my god, I got blink." Like I was so so excited. So it sounds like it, it sounds it but sounds like course, this is That's before That's before you get you there the infusion mechanic where you can actually like carry stuff between uh, days is introduced. And so I lost it and then I was very sad. <laughs> so we we no, I was just going to say, um, we, we we do have two other topics to get to, and we're already 45 minutes in, so I, I, I want to... What's that, Justin? So, I do have a couple more things I, I want to say, because I've had to stop playing Deathloop, because the game is so buggy that I have lost progress five times oh, um, in it. And, like, I know there's a whole big deal about, like, Returnal not having a save function and people losing progress in that, like, when the game would update or something. And, like, Deathloop has plenty of ways to save. That's not a big deal. But this particular bug is set up in a way that I I, I cannot play the game until it is fixed. Um, so every now... I'm playing on PS5. I'm playing in the performance mode. And every now and then, the game just thinks I'm in the menus, even though I'm quitting out of them. Ah, uh, that like, sucks, The man. background is dimmed, and it, and it's in, like, the gameplay view. And, like, the shoulder buttons think i'm scrolling through the menus like the text will appear on top of it there's there's no way to get back into controlling the game there's no way to quit out of it you have to shut down the game and that completely closes off um like and then you go back to the beginning of that like quarter of the day um and the last like i've had this happen five times in the three sittings i've had playing death loop since it unlocked um and it's really like it's really, really upsetting for me because one, I've just been having a bad week. I love Arcane. I was really looking forward to this game and I can't play it. But also, um, this kind of happened to me with Prey where there was a patch that they completely broke performance on PS4 with Prey. And it was so bad, it gave me a headache. I, so I had to put that game on hold for like a month till they finally fixed it because they're not that fast at fixing these things. And like, it's, it's a real real bummer because i think the game itself is so incredible and i think it easily would have been my game of the year by like a large margin um but like i, I can't play it that <laughs> and sucks, it man. really really sucks what sucks. you're telling me is we're playing splitgate then <laughs> <laughs> i thought oh. we were saturday yeah bro, i was like knocked out I apologize but anyway i do have one quick question <laughs> just for 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 Tark and, and justin my I don't play a lot of immersive sims, sims, nor do I play a lot of um, 
single player first person shooters. I'm very peculiar about that. I at first I was my my initial thing was like, all right, this probably isn't for me right now because it's those two things, right? <laughs> but <laughs> but the way you describe like again the sort of planning stages um reminds me a lot of like Metal Gear Solid 5 which is one of my favorite games of all time like I've put in 300 that's hours actually, in that game that's actually a really good comparison so then you do kind of have the same level of like gameplay freedom that's sort of that's my Gear. question how much freedom do I have is it like a well, Ubisoft thing where they tell me they tell me you have like you can play between stealth and action and then it's really just press square to stealth kill someone no Do this I actually... game i think is actually probably the most seamless between like stealth <laughs> and action that arcane has done like the combat is not super difficult like in their previous games like you kind of had to play them uh, in stealth had to do stealth. um yeah. they weren't really designed for like real combat like you could uh, and people have games. um but the like worst but the regular run-of-the-mill enemies, and even the visionaries, if you have it set up properly, aren't that hard to take out. Juliana's difficult, but um, yeah. there are there are settings. You can actually set it to friends only or turn off the invasion mechanic mm-hmm. if you'd like. Um, TJ, but, for example, um, there's, I, even, there's even powers that are specifically about combat. Like, there's one that makes you very yeah. strong, and so it's it's, okay. it's, a, it's the most it's the most sort of properly balanced. Because, like, I don't mind having to switch between both. Again, that's what I liked about uh, Phantom Pain, where it's very much like, no, you got to think on your feet. There is no way to go back if you fuck up that this badly. Again, you could you could like plan everything. If you plan like a guard's gonna be like sleeping at this point, all of that can go to shit if like you do one thing wrong. I, I don't mind thinking on my feet. My 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 sort of fear is how how dynamic is it? Is it literally just like a set thing, or can things go very wrong at like a at like you know a bl- yeah? That's that's my yep. okay. Good to know. Good to know. I'm down. I'm buying it tonight. <laughs> So, um, so we do have, uh, we, we do have, uh, other topics to get to tonight. Um, you know, what's funny about this is that I was like, I don't know if we're going to have time to talk about what we've been playing. And then we just spent like 50 minutes talking about what we've been playing. <laughs> but I didn't um, even mention, I didn't even mention True Colors and, uh, Iki Island and yeah, that's also what I've been busy with. <laughs> and I'm reviewing, um, I'm reviewing, I think uh, next week I'm reviewing Diablo 2 Resurrected. Oh and, yeah, man. And oh shit, is that coming out next week? Really? Well, actually, you know what? Speaking speaking of of Blizzard that leads games, perfectly into our next topic. Perfect. That is a perfect little segue. Um, I know that's why I said it. I know. Well, well done, Tarek. Well done. You're 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 better. You're better at this than I am, Tarek. You're um, better at the segues. <laughs> he's he's a master. Tarek is a master of segues. Um, Britt had uh, Britt, you had a Blizzard topic that you wanted to bring up. So why don't you go ahead and and let's talk I about have that. A lot of Blizzard topics to bring up. So, so first off, like, how are we feeling about Blizzard? Like, it's been a few months fuck since em. the lawsuits. Like, how we are we? Um, fuck. Every, I mean, they got sued again. You're reviewing them, so I'm not. I'm not gonna ask you your opinion. I mean, the update on how that's all been going was. They got another lawsuit brought against them for right. uh, so punishing employees for speaking out. So that's probably not going great. That so that's how I can tell they're got, really sorry. They got another lawsuit from their current employees about um, unfair labor charges against them, basically for speaking out and trying to make Blizzard a better workplace after everything that's happened. So yeah, that's- a lot of the people who work at Blizzard, one like. If it sucks being in that situation, right? Because you can't just quit your job. Like 
when shit's hitting right. the fan, like at the end of the day, you got you, you need to feed yourself, yep. your family, yep. whatever. Like, I get that. So imagine like staying there and be like, all right, we're gonna fucking change this place. I'm passionate about these projects I'm on. I'm passionate about these these titles. Like, let's change it. And imagine trying to do that and then being told like, mm, no, you can't talk about that. We're not gonna talk about this. Like. If, if you talk about this, you're going to get fired, essentially. Um, of course, they didn't say that to their faces. Um, but there is a Twitter um, that is that was made by the workers. It's called at um, a better ABK. And um, <clears throat> basically, they they were told that. Um, so Vice is the one that broke the story, I think. But basically, they were being told that um, there is possible layoffs planned at Blizzard um, because of this lawsuit. So not only, so not only are they dealing with like the sexual harassment lawsuit, they are dealing with essentially just trying like it's everything that we talked about when we first talked about Blizzard um, when the shit went down, and they're just trying to brush everything under the rug. They don't want things to change. They're they're they just want to move past it. They want to release their titles and they they want to grab people back that way. Now, saying that, there's another way they're trying to grab people back to World of Warcraft and that is bringing in and and implementing things into the game um because I think their player base has dropped something like 50% uh since all this started. Fuck. Really? Yeah. Um well, so there's two th- two caveats to that. Um Well, the 50% and- thing hasn't that wasn't that like since like 3 4 years ago. It's dropped a lot. Like and it has right. deeply or, fallen which off. Which is recently, why I said there's I two that, caveats yeah. to that. One of them mm-hmm. is the newest expansion really sucks. And it sucks so bad that when it released on beta, people complained about it and they're like this isn't great. Like you need to do something about it and this was Blizzard's response to it. Don't worry, we have a ripcord. If it sucks, we'll pull it. So rather than implementing these things into the game, they had a, like an oh shit pull. Like they le- legit called it a ripcord. So that's what they're doing. They fucking pulled the ripcord and they're now implementing all this stuff. Like they're they're making it so it's not as grindy so you can access like some of the content on across all your characters instead of having to individually grind each of your tunes. Like all all tedious shit that they basically gatekeeped because they wanted people to sub and keep playing. Um, so there's there's one thing that's why people quit because it sucked. Um, and and two, obviously the the harassment and the, um, the lawsuit. You know, a lot of people just can't condone that. But so right now they are in the process of an implementing like. They did the ripcord. They're doing all these updates. They just now made it to where when you ignore one person, so like Justin, let's say I ignore, I block you in the game. You used Fair. to be able to sign on a different character and message me. They just today, they just now implemented a system to where it blocks that person and all their entire accounts. Ju- I'm sorry, just to- how long just, has World of Warcraft just been running? Today. Oh, it's been going for <laughs> what? Tw- almost almost 20 years, Brit? Like Yeah. So essentially people could just make troll characters like and just keep fucking harassing and and like spamming you. They could have they could have done that up until today. 
So now if I block well you, done, all Blizzard. of your characters are being blocked. Well done, Blizzard. Today. Well done indeed. Great steps to take care of your community. Excellent, Blizzard. excellent job. Like, so, Britt, I have to ask you, like, World of Warcraft was a huge part of your life. Like, yes, like, like, at the start of this year, yes. Right. Can you ever go back after this? I don't think so. Um, and it's it's a conversation that I think is really interesting to have with so many other people because what do you do in this situation, right? How do you move forward with titles you love and um, games you've you know grown up loving, like Diablo? It's not just Warcraft, right? It's like Diablo. It's Overwatch. It's Tony you know, Wa- Tony Hawk. <laughs> Call of Duty. Call, <laughs> Call of Tony so, Hawk. You know, and it's how how do you move forward do you do you support the devs right like you know there's there's been a lot of talk about you know and ash was on here last time when we talked about blizzard it's like you know if you stop supporting these things it's not the people at the top getting fired it's the people on the bottom right right? so how 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 do you do this like how do you move forward from here right and i just i just personally can't condone giving them money uh just you know the lawsuits are one thing like a big thing don't get me wrong but the way that they followed up with it just shows like how much one they're trying to save face and two it's been sloppy it's been very sloppy um you know not just with the initial lawsuit but now you know you have unfair labor charges right like they're trying to to quiet the people who work in the office and it's like how is it ever going to get better and if it does get better when will it and how will we know right and and that's that's kind of the conundrum right Britt? like i i you know i i wrestle like i've never played world of war i'm not a world of warcraft guy i don't play a lot of blizzard games period so this was easy for me right like right you know like fucking i'm never gonna play a blizzard game which is essentially like you know overwatch diablo and world of warcraft i don't play any of those so i don't give a fuck starcraft yeah, yeah. start yeah like easy for me to put that aside it's different for someone who i mean people people got married through world of warcraft like people like you know because of their because of the relationships that people have built in this game that's almost 20 years old i mean they've had families they've had children all all, all because of world of warcraft like people have made lasting decades long friendships at this point relationships whole lives together it, I, I'm not going to judge anyone who doesn't want to quit the game because of stuff like this. I, 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 I so, get it, you know, mm-hmm. like, uh, you know, and there is something to be said for, for, uh, you know, you know, like, you know, Britt, you hit the nail on the head, right? Like, like if you boycott Blizzard, I think there are, I think that I think it is a virtuous thing to boycott Blizzard. I think, I think boycotts work. Having said that, you're also hurting the dev team who are not responding, who, who have already been punished enough by the people they're working for so you know i i I am i won't judge anybody i will applaud anyone who chooses to boycott blizzard because i think i think it's a noble thing to do at the same time i i i don't feel like i personally can pass judgment on someone who who's has a family because of this game now um so it, it but then again that's easy for me to say because i'm on the outside looking in right like i have no personal connection with blizzard or world of warcraft whatsoever 
So here's here's my thing, and the thing that makes me like if so if you quit playing the games, if you quit playing WoW at the beginning when all this happened, and now you're being bought back into it by all the content that you're releasing, that's the stuff I have a problem with because I, that, that makes me that. question your morals, right? Like if you continued playing WoW after good night, baby. If you continued playing WoW. Um, after the initial lawsuit broke, that's one thing. But if you quit and said, I'm done, I hate this shit, like, I, I don't approve of that, and then you decide, well, they're releasing some cool stuff, like, some cool some cool skins, like, I, maybe I'll go back. Like, no, like, that's, mm-mm, that, that's gonna make me question your, your judgment and your morals, if that's all it takes to get you back in. So that's, that's my big gripe with all this, is seeing people slowly go back. Like, it's it's the problem is still very much there and it's not going to go away for a long time and i'm gonna keep shouting about this blizzard shit because i think it's important to hold i think it's important to hold big corporations uh accountable for their shit um and just you know to try to rally people behind not being bought back to something you know like there's so much more you could go do with your time, and there's such a bigger meaning here behind this that you should be supporting instead. Um, that don't like who cares, you know? Like they just today implemented a feature to where people can't get harassed by the same person by making alt tunes. You know, a, a month ago they changed it so they were going to take um, reports more seriously. You know, it's just like. The community at Bl- on WoW specifically has been garbage for a long time, and it's not, to me, if you quit, it's not worth going back for cosmetic items. It's not wor- worth going back for, like, all of the stuff that they're trying to pull to get people to come back. I, so it- don't do it. Yeah, like I and I, I you know what I, I I can align myself with that, right? Like I I that that I can agree with. Um the unfortunate thing like i just you know brit you said something at the beginning of this conversation that really struck a chord with me and that's who here's still mad at blizzard um you know because there are there are so many topics right now that are you know we we all we all talk about we all advocate for and then two weeks later, they're out of the news cycle and we don't ever talk about them again. Like Afghanistan is one. Um, you know, you guys all know my problems with what happened the, in Afghanistan. The, the, the coincidence discourse is back. Yeah, right. Like, fucking, like, you know what I'm saying? It, right. It's all, all, it, <laughs> like bl- Blizzard, you know, and, and uh, you know, there are uh, so many others. And there there are all these topics that we talk about. And they're the... Um, like you know six days in fallujah you know like you know they're the topic du jour for two weeks then nobody ever talks about them again and i i believe we said this like when when all this stuff first came to light i i believe right here on this podcast we said how long is it going to be before this moves out of the news cycle and we move on to the next thing right you know during the sniper ghost contract stuff and i remember asking him and he agreed um everyone's pissed at far cry 6 I promise you, when that review, when when we see how many fucking white names are on the uh, reviews or on Metacritic, no one's gonna mention anything that should be that that should be mentioned. No one will. No, all this outrage now. I'm not saying it's performative, but at the same time, who who who's really gonna who's who's really gonna like speak up when it's like actually time to like I don't know. It, it, 
It's exhausting. And that's like that's one of the, my reasons why, like, you know, we we in in the group chat, I was like, look, I don't want to beat a dead horse and I don't want to bring it up again, but I think it's really important that we keep addressing especially if there's updates, right? Like it's not just about the harassment. Um it you know, it's it's an ongoing story and I think it's kind of at that point now where it's like oh fuck it there goes blizzard again that like people are just aren't surprised and they don't care as much but i mean i i definitely think it's important and i think the workers if the workers are trying then we need to as consumers need to try and help them and do what we can and i i also do just want to kind of reiterate that i have so much respect for the people that are still working at activision blizzard despite mm -hmm. all of this yeah um for the work that they're putting in like the fact that they're actually going through legal cha channels and and like documenting things and getting actual results from the state of california like state of california and stuff it's a big fucking deal like i don't i don't think people realize how big that is that enough people are going and they're doing something about it and so even though you know i'm not planning on buying any activision blizzard games anytime soon you know i i went ahead and i deleted warzone and call of duty and everything off my ps5 and like that's a series i've played since the very first one came out um like well, I overwatch do really... was like one of my fucking just game i could easily hop back like didn't yeah. matter how much time in between like that muscle memory was there and i could just hop back in and just love it yeah, and but like, you know i i just want to say i have so much respect for these people and the work they're putting in regardless of how much pressure the executives are pushing on them how much pressure management is putting on them um how much pressure some of their you know toxic fans are even put, putting on them just like shut up and go to work kind of thing like mm -hmm. they're doing what needs to be done whether i mean it's sad to say, but we don't know if that'll actually go anywhere. But the fact that they're putting in this work is such a big deal to me. And I respect and that the they're not giving up even when their job is on the line. Like, right. It's yeah. one thing to quit because of these things are happening. But if you lose your job because you're fighting for something that's right, completely different. Tarek, did you have anything that you wanted to add to this? Uh, no, just that it was it's the. It's a continuation of a, of the conversation, I think, that we had last time. Right. No, yeah, no, Tarek, you were actually on the podcast, I think, for one of these Blizzard conversations we had, weren't you? Um, oh. And I think it might have been the initial one. And, uh, you know, I think it was the one after. Was it the one after? Um, mm -hmm. You're 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 probably right. In my old age, I forget shit. Um, Britt, you you said that, you know, you you're you're sorry to bring it up like you hate to bring it up, but you should bring it up because if nobody's bringing it up, then what's going to happen? People are just going to fucking forget about it. People are going to stop talking about it. Um, well, also, I, th I like us. Go ahead. Uh, your point about us in terms of the responsibility as consumers, I think, yes, but also when you have any kind of platform, such as, you know, we do, and also what our, our job is to talk about this sort of thing, mm -hmm. uh, there's an even more added responsibility to keep raising it. That's right. also another thing. That's that's mm -hmm. sort of uh, sure you might we might not expect sort of average consumer to do it, but when you have some vague platform and it's your job to speak about this industry, then you know, should I like I'm not gonna tell fucking a, a kid coming into GameStop not to fucking buy a Call of Duty game. Like I'm not right. gonna fucking tell him, hey scab, and like flick his ear or something. Like, I'm not gonna fucking <laughs> tell him that. Like you know that that's the thing. Look, yeah, we we kind of live in a bubble. 
Twitter is like a bubble. We think it that, really is. Look, yeah. when Last of Us Part Two was out, we all thought, okay, the crunch and the leaks and the the toxic comments are all gonna like tank this game. Like, no, because the average person going into a fucking GameStop or Target doesn't know anything about what's going on. They just go in there. They're gonna buy their Call of Duty. They're gonna buy their FIFA, and that's it for the year. They're not gonna. They, they're not engaged in anything. You get what I'm saying? Um, it's just video games, yeah. Exactly. Obviously, yeah. it's different here. We do have an obligation. We do have a. a um, we we have a little bit more to say and a little bit more. Everything we say has a bit more weight to it, right? Um, so that that that's that's sort of the position I'm at. Like, yes, of course, we'll keep talking about this. Um, you guys follow me on Twitter. I don't shut up about anything that bothers me. Um, even when I and I, I time myself to like, all right, let's see how long I can go without talking about this. I, I came right back. Um, it's <laughs> it's one of those things where you know, again, I think it's easy for us to say to take a stance and to just say, all right, we're not buying this game. Like Justin, I deleted Warzone off my PlayStation. I deleted Black Ops off my 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 PlayStation, even though I should have done that like when the game launched. I deleted uh, Pro Skater One and Two. I deleted Crash Four. I deleted all these games because I'm like, yeah, I can't do this. I can't mm-hmm. do this. Um, but like again, I'm I'm not gonna shame a mom buying her kid like Call of sure. Duty for Christmas. But just to take your point and build on that, so mm-hmm. um, a good example that I came across recently. So yes, we have. You can say we do. You know, live in a bubble or what have you. But yeah, we also penetrate the bubble because we also write for wider audiences and so. Yeah, and I saw such a good example of this very recently with Far Cry Six. There was a preview, um, IGN's full preview. Um, Far Cry Six is it's just in as a preview. It's very good, but. Um, I think I think it was Mike who did it, but he spent he spent a solid three minutes of I don't know how long the review is, let's say nine minutes, but spent a solid three two to three minutes talking about toxicity of Ubisoft. He incorporated into his preview. He didn't mm-hmm. shy away from it. It was it wasn't like a weird sort of left field. He spoke about how weird it is to talk to have a game all about revolution and breaking cycles and yet Ubisoft and just like laid into it there. That's on IGN. That's an IGN preview. It's there. You can't escape his discussion of it. So I think also, that extent, yeah, we're in a bubble, but that's mm-hmm. where we can sort of penetrate it and normalize yeah. it. This is not okay. Yeah. Right. I, and obviously, yeah, like I'm not saying be ignorant. Of course, like that is that is a very good point. Like I and I did the same when I, I when I reviewed Valhalla. First thing I mentioned was like, yo, Ubisoft fucking sucks. Um, <laughs> but again, not, not in a way, not in a way where it's like I'm just trying to fill a word count. No, like it's yeah. literally like, yeah, no, like this yeah. is a studio struggling really hard to try and reinvent themselves after exactly yeah like, you're a bad press and i know and then... i mean i know people that work for um i mean y- you included in this cj like um you know it's really awesome ign included that because ign definitely has just this massive reach but i know like some of these smaller sites were wrestling between hey do we cover this stuff or not because there's they're like trying to take you know principled stance versus Hey, we're a small site. We may not be able to afford to not cover yeah. this stuff, but like you know, they're trying to mm-hmm. at least integrate raising some you know some of these issues in their in their writing and some of their stuff. And it, it, it's difficult. Like it's, yeah. it, it's it's a really really fine line to to walk. But I, I I do appreciate the hell out of the people that are putting the work for it. Uh, so when when I was talking to my editor about uh, Diablo two, one of the first things that when he we're just sort of talking about it is like yeah before you before we even two parts to, to the to the review 
it's going to be the review of the game, but then also how the hell do we talk about <laughs> Activision Blizzard? Yeah. Because that's going to be... So him and I have to have a long conversation about how we're going to navigate that. But it's going to be in there. Like, it has to be... That's the that's important thing is you're having a conversation about it, right? Like, that's that's what matters. Like, you, even if at the end of the day you still have to review games, like, I get that. Like, the important thing is is you're talking about it, you're discussing it, and it's not just going by the wayside, right? Like, you're letting... like not Even if you don't write anything about it, like you're still in that mindset of we have to talk about this how are we going to do this right and that's important Tark, i i know how you feel like i'm making myself sick once far cry 6 comes out because i know i'm like how the fuck not only that now how do how do i handle ubisoft stuff how do i handle my own like issues how do i handle my own issues of like a representation in a game like so i get it i get it i get it it's 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 the internal mess (laughs) it's the biggest mess i'll ever have to clean up (laughs) well speaking of uh speak uh, Brittany. by the way is there is there anything else that you wanted to uh bring up in in regards to blizzards i don't i don't want to steal the floor from you this is important. No, it's that 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 was it. Basically, just they're trying everything to you know get people to come back, especially to World of Warcraft, and I just think it's shitty. So, um, I agree, it is fucking shitty. Um, and Blizzard is a shitty fucking company. Well, the people who work there are are not shitty. The 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 people who are in charge of Blizzard can go fuck themselves. Like like the 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 people in charge <laughs> so- are super fucking shitty. That is um, that is one thing I want to touch on real quick before we sure it's just, no please Blizzard Blizzard is tone deaf right like they they hear they hear sexism and <laughs> rather than address the important things like what's going on in the company they <laughs> Justin's laughing because I showed the pictures before um, okay so so Brit Brit. I had not heard anything about this until you sent me those pictures, and I cannot stop laughing. That's beautiful. I, and it's funny because you sent them immediately after Justin sent like an awful, awful like clip of like a call, the Call of Duty beta. So it's just like piled on, piled on of just like, oh yeah, look, <laughs> here's some so Activision Blizzard. There's, yeah, essentially, there's some old art in Warcraft, and it's just like this shitty, like rendered painting of this woman, and she has some cleavage. It's not bad, right? blizzard went and retouched up the image brought it brought it up a little bit in quality and took away her cleavage they covered sexism her is dead let's fucking go thank god blizzard they they completely destroyed sexism like, in that one is, in those pictures. is that what they think we're complaining about like like okay there's a difference there's a difference in complaining that all female characters wear in the warcraft series is bikinis like nobody's saying stop wearing sexy clothes period we're just saying give us more options right give some different representation than this girls with huge tits and like massive cleavage my my question is is that only in like an in-game painting or does that extend into the actual like like game like the actual gameplay it's in the game like okay like in like houses like that the bottom one that I sent. So there's yeah. another picture where it's just it's this woman laying in a bikini on a couch that was in a dwarf's house, and it's fucking huge, right? So it's just like this dwarf dude NPC had this house, and he had this big old picture of a woman. Like it's funny, right? Like they they changed it to a bowl of fruit. Little pervert dwarf <laughs> now has a picture of a bowl of fruit. <laughs> they changed it to a bowl of fruit. And it's just like it's the most tone deaf shit. Like that is not what we're saying when we're saying equality, less sexism. Like, like we don't give a shit about paintings. 
that were in a game from fucking decades ago? Like, that's not the issue. <laughs> I mean, um... Just the I, I Somebody kinda... had to go like retouch there. Like, what can we do to replace this? Okay, who's who, who's on who's on painting cleavage duty today? Uh, <laughs> oh man! I mean, so I I wanted to mention this because it was funny and I kind of wanted to dunk on it. But like, I think like the redesign of Bastion they showed today is like the perfect summation of how they're trying to like, uh talk like like present themselves as a company like we're better now they're like okay here's our brand new redesign for bastion it's literally the same fucking thing and they just put a baseball cap on the robot the robot has a baseball cap now wait in overwatch and it's like, in over it's the overwatch 2 redesign it's the, it's the brand oh new God, redesign for bastion <laughs> so yeah, that's a no, whole other topic but yeah but that's, like, that's it like, that's all i wanted every, to say Everything with how they're trying to present themselves is like, we're different. And it's just like the same shit, but they put a hat on it. Well, they're, it's just tone deaf, right? It's, it's just, covering it up. Yeah, literally. Yeah. So, yeah. so, so there, there is one more topic that I want us to cover tonight, and it is this big NVIDIA leak. Um, or uh, NVIDIA, sorry, NVIDIA. Um, so a lot has been made about this, right? And And before we get into the kind of like the meat and potatoes of what's here, it's important to note two things. One... This does not mean that any anything on this list is legit, right? Like uh, these lists are pretty commonplace, right? Like uh, for internal use. Having said that, um, having said that, they have confirmed, like, like you know, um, Nvidia themselves have confirmed that the list itself came from their servers. Like it's it's not something that somebody just slapped together. Um, and there's a lot of stuff on here that I think is bullshit. And there's a lot of stuff on here that I think is probably true. Uh, and we've got kind of a roundup of, and people are still going through this list. There's a ton of fucking shit on here. Um, and we'll go through, uh, some of the bigger things on this list and we'll, we'll see, we'll, we'll, we'll give opinions on whether or not we think these are real or whether or not we think these are like, for example, placeholder, placeholder titles or something that's even more common games that are, uh, you know, in their, in their conceptual phase and may never actually see the light of day at all. Um, a fun game though. I'm still waiting for fucking, uh, power stone, man. Okay. So, so, so let's start with. <laughs> The, uh, the first two games we have, so I've got a list of like the most prominent stuff that people have, been, have managed to pull here, right? Um, the first two are... The Chrono list was huge, right? It's, it's, it's like yeah, it's a massive fucking stuff. list. It's a huge fucking list. The only one that matters <laughs> is Chrono Cross. And that's so Chrono Cross that. Remaster and Final Fantasy Tactics Remaster are on the list. I think those are probably true. Uh, one, because next year is the 35th anniversary of the Final Fantasy franchise, and if you're going to release, if you're going to remaster Final Fantasy Tactics, which people have been begging for for years, that's probably the year to do it. And also, Tactics seems more plausible than Chrono Cross. Though. Well, so oh, I, I would, fucking, mm, I love, I would agree with you. I would agree with you, CJ, except that, um, lately Square Enix has put a real emphasis on re-releasing their, their older PlayStation one titles. Um, you know, you've seen like, you know, the saga franchise has yes. got to love yeah. okay. like, you know, a legend of mana, uh, you, you know, like games that you would never anticipate actually like, you know, holy shit, they're remastering legend of mana. Um, I, so they've already said that saga frontier two is going to be remastered. Um, I, I think it's probably like I could see a Chrono Cross remaster, right? Like, like, okay. like given the history of what we've seen over the past two years from Square Enix, I, I, I can see it happening. Um, especially since that's one of those games that really didn't get as much love as it probably deserved. Um, I, I think that's probably true. Um, 
Final Fantasy IX Remake is the next game on the list. And, and, and so I have been torn on what this means. Um, it could be the remaster that already exists. Some people like uh, Alex over at or uh, Alex Donaldson over at VG twenty four seven generally knows what he's talking about. He suspects it could be like a Trials of Mana style remake of Final Fantasy Nine, like you know, like colorful, you know, anime style graphics, visuals, and and stuff like that. Um, considering, and you know what, I normally would have brushed that aside, Brit. I know you love Final Fantasy Nine, but. The thing that makes me think that might actually be happen is one again next year is the 35th anniversary of the franchise, but also they're doing that anime, uh, that that animated series based on Final Fantasy Nine. I feel like I it, am here for World of Final Fantasy fucking nine. I, man. I, I feel it like it is one of the most underrated Final Fantasies, and the fact that it's even getting talked about this much fucking just fills my heart. I, right, like 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 you guys tell me what you think. Like like if you like if. 35th year or the 35th year of the franchise you're releasing an anime based on final fantasy 9 like it 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 almost it kind of makes sense that you would launch a remake of final fantasy 9 in the style of like nothing like final fantasy 7 remake but something a singular standalone game with you know maybe like trials of mana right exactly right like like that when you think about it it kind of makes sense right i guess or am i just whistling dixie out of my ass here i, like, I, I, I know i, mean, I, I just, know nothing about this shit man I'm, i i don't know final fantasy this and that <laughs> J- justin go ahead bud you could get to say something i mean and w- we know that this is the case with this list um based off of nvidia statement and stuff but like these lists it's they, they leak every now and then and like it's a mix of Stuff that's on there just for a joke. Stuff that's on there intentionally misleading. Stuff that's an early pre-production right. that never actually gets made. Um, and then real stuff. And it's like, it's just exhausting to speculate on because, yeah, there's probably some real stuff in here. I think it's but fun to speculate also, on. Like, um, but also, like, if they do even happen, these things could be years and years away. I remember the first mention of Horizon Zero Dawn on PC was in, like, fall 2017 after the game came out and that didn't release until last year um and so like it it's just so like it's people easy. are pouring a lot people are pouring a lot of energy into like breaking down this list and being like oh this is a huge announcement well, of stuff coming I, to PC. but see here's and, the like, thing though i don't Justin, think it's I, anywhere near that valuable i, I don't think we've had a, a list quite this big leak um and the fact that it came straight from nvidia's servers and and they flat out said like yeah that's ours like you know and and they they said exactly what you said right is like some of this is real some of this is conceptual some of this was never going to happen some of this is just shit we're writing down um but you know like a lot of the stuff on here is 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 also stuff that has been rumored for like for example the uncharted uh ps5 collection is on here this list was written before that was announced um so so well, I mean, yeah i know i so, mean there's, I mean, there's, stuff there's legit, legit shit on, on here um good like, shit on here. like, like yeah. resident evil 4 remake we all know that's coming that's on the list street fighter 6 is a we all know they're going to do another street fighter game um uh grand theft auto but remasters like, even, even even some of those things that like have leaked through other means that we like can assume or is existing like street fighter right. and resident Evil 4 remake and stuff we don't even know if like even if those do end up existing we don't even know if their list on this is legit because of how it's made like it's like somebody could just be like i'm just gonna put street fighter 6 on here 
And then there ends up being announced a Street Fighter Six, and then in retrospect, people are like, "Oh, that means it was right," but it could have just been on here like erroneously, just like anything else, and then just turned out to be a thing that well, exists. I, I think the reason like, that, I, I think one of the reasons that a lot of people are talking about this list and a lot of people are kind of taking their time to parse through it is one: we live in fucking hell world right now, and people just need something to well, that's fair. occupy themselves. And 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 but two. Uh, that I mean, Turek, am I wrong or what, man? No. Like, um, uh, you you reminded me of a tweet that said, "There's no such thing as there's no such thing as self care anymore. It's just reasons not to scream into the void." Yeah, pretty much. That, that's yeah. that's not wrong. Um, but but also that when that Capcom list leaked, everybody was like, "Whatever." But it turns out everything on that list is fucking accurate. Like everything. No, that ca- that Capcom leak is legit. That is a legit fucking leak. And so and so now Where's my power stone? It's though? apparently it's coming to 2023, Brit. Um That's too long. That's too long. But Brit, don't worry when you get here for extra life, I have power stone, so we'll play it. Um Better. like I I literally own power stone. But Yo, Hangar 13 on it now. Like I'm looking at I'm sorry, I don't mean to like go like No, 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 you're good. Idea. You're good. But I'm looking at like a like someone on Reddit compiled like this made an easier version of like the big stuff. Yeah. A, a new Hangar 13 game, Grand, Modern Warfare 3 remastered. Grand Bro, Theft no Auto Modern Warfare 2. <laughs> so the Grand Grand Theft Auto remasters are on here. That's something that's been rumored for for a bit now as that well. Was, um, yeah. Uh those like have been those have been legit sorry uh, legit legit uh-huh. it's a combination of legit and leaked been, other, that's that is my new means, justin yeah. that's my new term for a legit leak it's a legit man we, we got a we got our hand like the capcom list we got a fucking legit on our hands right here um yeah. i i absolutely love that shit uh bioshock 2022 um yeah okay oh, yeah another uh, libertarian shooter yeah, in 2022 like fucking, <laughs> fucking go, baby <laughs> what? Yo. We're gonna both sides of we're gonna both sides racism again. Oh I my god. That's what we need now. That's what we need now. Jesus Christ, CJ. Oh fuck. Um, a uh, man chooses a slave obeys, obeys. John. Yeah. You gotta pick a side. There's, they're gonna make an entire uh, game based off an be, image of like of the hand with the uh, the blue check mark. That's how it's gonna, gonna, gonna be. It's gonna be it's gonna be all about anti-maskers as well. Oh my god, it is! Oh my god, it is! You're fucking right! Holy shit! It's about suppre- like, is, is suppressing your speech worth uh, worth being healthy? Oh, like that! This, this one's gonna be underground. <laughs> the yeah, the, the you'll, like instead of water, you'll have like lava and shit, and they somehow built like the villain is gonna try plates. to the, the villain is gonna try to uh, uh, make Rapture great again. Like, and he's gonna man. be banned from Twitter. Um, <laughs> And that that's we're gonna to, we're promoting ivermectin. Oh, oh my god! <laughs> oh, but the whole time you can you can decide for yourself. He's just like a giant horse man. That's actually no, like no, like that's actually one of the choices in the game is like it, you have to press uh, A for ivermectin or B for the vaccine. Press and, X to uh, rationalize. Also, when you when you get vaccinated, it's that's when you get the Bioshock powers. <laughs> oh yes. shit! I will uh, that G power that that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm into this. Jesus Christ. A swollen um, testicle. Uh, <laughs> you get a big ball. You got it, it, like one of the powers you get from the vet. Like you just, you, one of your testicles becomes enlarged. You can use it as a club. Like you could just, you could just beat enemies with it. Just swing uh, that see, thing around your head. That is something video games 
like Bioshock Shock can capitalize on is fucking famous people using their platform very inappropriately. <laughs> yeah, but here's the problem with Bioshock. The problem with Bioshock, and I'm sorry for like derailing us already, but look, the problem with Bioshock is the game would tell you, no, 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 those famous people might have a point if you just listen right. to them. That's the problem with Bioshock. You that's why to think for we, yourself. That's why Bioshock in 2022 is a dangerous proposition, guys. We can't have that again. <laughs> we, can't, we can't have that. We can't have people of both sides and things again. Oh, oh my god. god. Fucking uh, Tekken 8. What? Te- yeah, Tekken 8 is on here. Uh, there was a, a, Crisis 4. Crisis 4. Um, Monster- Crisis 4 is... <laughs> okay. here's, 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 the one, here's the part where I was like... Okay. Was when okay. I saw Titanfall 3. Crisis I was like, four. you know, as much no. as I love Titanfall, like, come on, guys. There's not going to be a Titanfall 3. Arkham Knight Ray Trace, like, a remake. Come RTX Come on. Come so, on. So all I, so all I see is all I see is Arkham, or, uh, Arkham Asylum Remastered. Oh, um, I'm on Reddit. Like, there's like, like, like I, I'm just looking at like a, like a. We've already summed. had an Arkham Asylum oh. remaster. Yeah, exactly. Like that's but, um, out, and it's right. been out for years. Bayonetta Two three is on here, so I know that's bullshit because that game is never coming out. Kingdom um, Hearts four, let's go, man! I can't King, wait to play it in mean, 2020. Uh, nine. In Kingdom Hearts yeah, okay, four. There's no fucking way the next Kingdom Hearts is called Kingdom Hearts. 4. No, I think it will be, Justin. <laughs> like, I don't think they're going to no do that. No way in hell. It's only going to be called Kingdom Hearts four, or it's going to be called Kingdom Hearts. Uh, wakefulness by falling asleep uh black ops already before like single like roman numerals yeah for, for the title I, absolutely so square, square can't do it square can't do it now they're they're really gonna hope they're really gonna like capitalize on that now the one thing i do want to point out about this list and this is interesting is that there's a bunch of uh sony published titles uh like god of war 2018 horizon forbidden west uh gt7 returnal demon souls Ratchet and Clank, Sackboy, and Ghost of Tsushima. I think most, I think a, a hand, a, a good deal. Of those are probably going to hit PC at some point. Like GT, um, I can I think, see. I think most of those will. I don't think all of them. And I think stuff like Sackboy, GT, probably Demon not. Souls, yeah. Horizon, Horizon. I think those are going to be two to three years from <laughs> from probably. Like, yeah, from I release. can see that. Sony, Sony has basically said. It's going to be kind of a similar time frame for the turn around for those. So, like, I, I don't think those are things that are all getting announced, like, in the next couple months and releasing, like, next year or it, anything. Like so, that. Some of these have just been already been proven to be pure bullshit. Like, uh, Injustice 3, I think that that's already been debunked. Um, Call of Duty. I mean, Halo 5 PC. Halo 5 yeah, PC. Halo 5. The, they, uh, 343 Industries straight up said they have no yeah. plans to bring uh, Halo 5 to PC. Modern Warfare 3 remaster Activision came out and said, by the way, fuck Activision, but uh, Activision came, came out and said, uh, no, that's bullshit. And There's no MW2 well, remaster. Would it make sense? That one, Activision is bullshit, but so is the game. So. Exactly, they didn't. So it, it would make sense to just have a fucking leak for MW3 unless you're going to skip the... No, they, they remastered MW2 remastered. They oh, did. they did? Yeah, they did. Yeah. Yeah, I have it. Like, I I'm like, I definitely played that game. Yeah, <laughs> someone else had a brain fart tonight, and I wasn't they absolutely did. They oh, absolutely man, did. Um, <laughs> no, the Modern Warfare Three remaster thing is actually really funny because Activision commented on that a while ago because like somebody had like this big Reddit post about how, um, like this year's Call of Duty was going to be so bad that Modern Warfare 3 Remastered was going to come out alongside it to like win over pre-orders and it like broke something with like their agreement with Sony uh, for like marketing rights or something. And like it was like this whole big thing that like caught on that like and Activision's like that doesn't exist. <laughs> they, they just were just like that's not a thing. <laughs> 
So yeah, like I and there's one more game that I wanted to point out here. Two remastered. This, Come this, on. Like like Mirror's Edge remaster. Is there like like who's asking for a mirror? Like that game didn't sell at all, right? Like there's no demand for Mirror's Edge remaster. I, I mean, like, I'd be down for a Mirror's Edge does, remaster. Yeah, Bronson I didn't like, loves. I didn't like Edge, Catalyst. Oh no, like I'm not saying it's a bad game. I'm just saying that like there's like nobody bought it. Like like there's not a. I I don't know who that. Yeah, exactly. There's not a. I just think mass EA, EA is so selective <laughs> about what it does a remaster for that I don't think Mirror's Edge is going to be on that list yeah, for a while. Yeah, exactly. It doesn't never had EA never had love for for that franchise. Hitman Pro. Hitman Pro. Hitman the like fuck are these things Hitman Ultra Pro. Street Fighter 2. Ultra Street Fighter 2. Ultra Street Fighter 2. The final challenge? Yeah. Holy shit. Yeah. What, what were the and challenges the, uh, before that? Marvel Ultimate Alliance 3. I could see that. That I could see. It's, that seems is I just want I want a I want them to find I want somebody to find a Marvel versus Capcom two remaster on here and tell me it's real. That's all I want. Um, half, Give me another Ultimate guys, Alliance. Wake, like half, wake up, John. Wake up, I, John, wake CJ. Up. It's not real. Just let me live. <laughs> I'm gonna flick uh, your ear. Half <laughs> Half Life two remastered, guys. That shit's not coming. Out. Guys, the they're not gonna fucking. Think? They're not gonna remaster Half Life two. Come on. Bro, I can put whatever I want on this list and call it a leak. Oh, are you kidding? Like just. Um, might as well put Half Life Three on it. I wonder yeah, how many things on that list. <laughs> I wonder how many things on that list are just like some bored intern, just like I'm just gonna write some shit. Ocarina of Time 4K remake. Uh, you know. <laughs> yeah. The, I, I honestly like like from what I've seen, the most plausible stuff is like a final, like mostly remasters. To be honest with you, like yeah. Final Fantasy Tactics remaster yeah. makes sense. A Chrono Cross remaster makes sense. A Final Fantasy Nine like small scale remake makes sense. Um, you know the unannounced uh, title by Square Enix. That that makes sense. that makes sense to unannounced title, right? <laughs> we can all speculate on that. Uh, uh, Grand Theft Auto remaster. The, the, the Grand Theft Auto games remastered. Those make sense. Uh, yeah. People will people will that that that'll sell fucking millions, but. Those remasters, I'm pretty sure, are real. Just I'm sure specifically real. because right around the time that we got those leaks, Activision started suing and shutting down a bunch of mods for the PC versions of those games. That been, right, them quite a bit. Especially when you like, can, especially like when you the consider most that telling thing that they're going to try to sell. We money. are probably they're going to try to sell them to you again. I, I feel like I feel like next year is when we get Grand Theft Auto Six announced. Um, and I feel like I just I just I feel like it's time now. I, I, I've, yeah, right it's not gonna release but i feel like that, that's when it gets out of a six right exactly <laughs> but 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 they're gonna tell us that it's coming next year and that's when you drop grand theft auto remasters um you know because at, at that point you've got grand theft auto like not that it ever left you know the the kind of like you know the public mindset but that way you're like oh shit six is coming here's all these fucking remasters of classic grand theft auto games you love which i'm not gonna buy because i don't give a shit I about mean, grand also, theft auto I think, but i think they just like I don't know if you've, it's been kind of, it's been silly for a while, but I don't know if you've seen like the responses to like them doing another version of Grand Theft Auto 5 from the GTA community has been hilariously yeah. angry. It really like, has they're been. They're so furious. Can't remember um, who, who and like that community, uh, there was, sorry, there was, sorry, I couldn't hear you. Go ahead. There was a journalist, I forget, I think it was, I think one of Kotaku's editors, um, captured all of the all of the youtube trailers <laughs> like this is from rockstar itself ign all those sites and the, the downvotes consistently Rachel, they're like they're like 80 to 90 percent negative um and like every that stream is always... every... it's just disappointment some dude like what the fuck <laughs> the, the, there's that one video the one guy just like they can't 
keep getting away with it. And it's, like, and it's, like, it's like new action. And he's like, it had action on Xbox 360. <laughs> yeah. So if you, I don't know if you've seen the, if you've seen the trailer, they say, they say seamless <laughs> character transition and like explosive action. And we're like, you, you, I pressed you, down on the D pad. I'm already Franklin in like two seconds. What the fuck seamless are you going to get? Like, who cares? And I'll still buy it but again because yeah, I'm a fucking idiot, but still, <laughs> Rockstar, like, make me, like, put some work into it. <laughs> like, so I think, I think, I still don't think GT6 is coming, GTA 6 is coming anytime soon, but, like, I think they just need to release something else, or their fans are just going to be in full-on open did, revolt. Red did two next-gen patch. That's all I want. Do it, Rockstar. Oof. That's all I want. $70 oh, right now. That just sent me. Straight up. That I have no time for that. sent me to heaven. I'll do it. So uh, we we are uh, we are uh, a few minutes past our our closing time here. So we gotta we gotta start shutting it down. Uh, Tarek, dude, dude, this is your third time on the podcast, man. And dude, you're a friend of the show. Thanks for coming on again, man. Seriously. Oh, thank you for the invite. Always enjoy it. And um, uh, you, well, let's face it, you forced your way on here. I had no choice. Um, no, I usually do. But it's yeah. fine. I just um, I just demand attention. From yeah, ab- absolutely. But I'm willing to give it because you're you know you're 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 an awesome guy. Um, thank you. Uh, we got some cool stuff coming up. Over the next few months, uh, extra life is going to be a big deal for us. Uh, Justin, Cookie streams. Justin, Brittany, Derek, and myself are all going to be in one location. We're going to be doing uh, alongside some some pregame stuff the day before. A few pregame streams. We're going to do a twenty four hour uh, Pokemon Emerald uh, Nuzlocke, uh, and we are going to let the community name our Pokemon. Um, mm-hmm. it, you know, as long as those names are not like you know fucking slurs or anything, we're not gonna we're not gonna, we'll take your money. Like if like we're gonna do it for donations, <laughs> we'll keep your fucking money, but you're not gonna get you. We're not gonna use the name, so just bear that in mind. Um, and uh, so you know, jokes on you, motherfuckers. Um, we got yeah, thanks for the fifty, but uh, yeah, right, yeah <laughs> but go fuck yourself at the same time. Um, you know, thanks for the donation. Uh, and uh, we've also got spooky season coming up right so so this so spooky game season is is ramping up uh and i'm really looking forward to um the remaster of fatal frame maiden uh maiden of black water uh coming in october fatal frame is one of my favorite horror franchises so uh with that in mind next week i am going to start streaming uh fatal frame 2 crimson butterfly uh right here on the channel and fatal frame 2 if you have not played it is one of the scariest fucking games ever made um i love that game there there are literally people who played through one and refused to play two because they couldn't handle it like it was and uh it, it has been called one of the scariest pieces of of entertainment ever produced um uh, i i've played it twice i haven't played it in a very long time uh and i'm real and it is a fucking terrifying game uh is it as scary as your opinions john not quite Okay. Not, not quite. My, my, my opinions are, are even worse, but if, if you want a really, if you want a really scary fucking time, like, like this game scared the shit out of me. Right. And I, I don't scare easy. So, so if you want to see me get scared, uh, starting next Tuesday night at 8 PM Eastern standard time, I am going to stream, uh, every week, uh, until we finish fatal frame two, uh, really looking forward to that. So I hope you guys show up. Um, does anybody have Anything else before we kind of go offline here? I will take that as a no. Um, nope. 
All right. Awesome. Well, uh, thanks again for everybody who tuned in. Uh, this podcast will be up this weekend on all major podcast services. Uh, remember to take care of each other. We live in crazy fucking times right now. And of course, as always, kindness costs nothing. Uh, we will see you next week. Take care, everyone.